0: Welcome back to when the right one comes podcast with your host Bishop Greg Davis when the right one comes helping you navigate through the dating and relationship space we are thrilled that you join us and we hope that you download this episode so you can listen to it again and again let's tune into the conversation Bless the Lord. We are grateful to be here another Sunday for Sunday Word right here in When the Right One Comes. The gator and curator of this space is Bishop Greg Davis. Um, And if you haven't already, hit that green clubhouse at the top and follow this room. I see a lot of our uh, faithful people here. Happy Sunday to you all. Again, this is Sunday Word. We do this every Sunday at 12.30 p.m. For those of you that need a word of encouragement, a word of empowerment, this is the room for you. Bishop expounds on the words and gives principles for you to live your daily life. Um, I know the word on today is gonna be awesome and amazing as he's been kind of speaking about it. Um, And so do me a favor, it's two things I want you to do. You see that box with the arrow shooting out of it and the one next to it, share this room out into your clubhouse hallway. And send a little message out with it so people can see it in the hallway and come on in the room, tweet it out to somebody, text it out to somebody, send it on Facebook, send it on Twitter. Do do something, but share this room and let people know that we're in here for a time of empowerment and encouragement. Also, in that same section, you can ping people in the room. Tell Invite about three to five people and tell them to come into the room for the word on today. The side chat is open. Bishop loves when you guys talk in the side chat, amen, and all those great things. But we do ask that you are respectful in the chat. Um, in this room, the hand raising button is not just for the altar call, but also if you are in agreement with what Bishop says, you can hit that hand raising and let Bishop know that you you are amening him and talking back to him. So you got two ways there to let Bishop know that. Right above our heads is... Um, Greg David Virtual Church. Um, and if you are looking for a covering, or if you are in between churches, just looking for a direction, if B- Bishop's voice resonates with you, click that link above my head and join that. Uh, join the virtual church. You'll get an initial form, and immediately you're going to get a form with a little bit more information because Bishop wants to know a little bit more about you. Um, and things like that so when you sign up look for that additional form to come into your email again this is when the right one comes today is Sunday word and the topic of the day is knowing your assignment on earth Um, the curator and creator of this room is Bishop Greg Davis I am one of the room administrators Um, Angelica along with Dr. Nick right there with the red chair in the red chair with the white suit and we have a host of evangelists pastors prophets on this stage and we bless God for them being here on today for sunday work so i'm going to pray and i'm going to pass over the bishop so father god in the name of jesus we bless you we thank you for this day that you have made we will rejoice and be glad in it we thank you for being in this room once more and again to fellowship, hear a word of empowerment, a word of encouragement, a word that will help us push forth a little bit more in our week. God, we ask Lord God, whatever we came in this room with, don't let us lead the same way that we came. And Lord God, we ask that every prayer, every petition that may be on the hearts of your people, Lord God, that you honor those on today. We ask that you bless the man of God, the curator, the creator, the man that's gonna bring the word on today, Bishop Greg Davis, continue to cover him, order his steps. Lord God. Lord God, continue to give him witty ideas and innovation for the time and season that he's in. And God, we ask that you just continue to protect him and cover him. Bless every moderator that's on stage, Quanisha, Dr. Nick, um, Prophet Brian, uh, Pastor Patrick, Nehemiah. Bless them, Lord God, mightily for their their servitude and their, uh, Lord God, their willingness to be in the room on today. Bless all those that are in the audience, Lord God. Whatever they are needing and standing in need for today, I ask that you do it for them expeditiously, Lord God. We thank you for your presence being here and being in the midst because you said, well, there's two or three you'll be in the midst. And we thank you for being here. We thank you for the miracles, signs, and wonders. We thank you for the blessings and the overflow that you're going to put upon our life. And God, we most importantly thank you for the word that you're going to deliver on today. Let it be an application to our life. But not let not just let us apply it, Lord God, but let us follow these principles, Lord God, in your son jesus name
1: we pray amen bishop well god bless you thank you uh angelica and to all of those of you that are in the room today uh this is the day the lord has made i will rejoice and be glad in it we say send now prosperity to all of the moderators and to uh all of those that are uh, a part of the room every sunday uh so many familiar faces you come every sunday to receive uh a word to start your week off and i thank god for you uh if you would just share the room make comments uh outside the room by sharing it on clubhouse and to your friends invite some people in uh for this word i won't be long today Uh, i just want to just share with you uh kind of what's on my heart um I'm talking about um, knowing your assignment on the Earth. Um, the reason why, uh, why, the why, the why, the why, the why. I I in in um, in, in 1961, um, a Creole and Italian woman. Met up with a a black man uh, with Cherokee Indian in him uh, in Los Angeles, California. And um, they brought forth a child um, together that was born in 1962. Um, His mother uh, shared with him when she was frustrated that she tried to uh, pull him out. Prophet Brian of her womb with a clothes hanger uh, because she had been successful two other times uh, by pulling uh, children out that she had been pregnant with. The the woman told uh, her child, who was probably about seven or eight years old at the time, that um, you were too stubborn to come out when I tried. I tried and you were too stubborn. That's the nice version of the way that she said it. Um, I am that child uh, whose mother tried to abort without any assistance, tried to do on her own. But when God has an assignment on your life, the devil in hell can't take it. Assignment, anybody that knows me loves, know I love Webster uh, Dictionary. It's my second go-to place, Patrick, next to the Bible. A task or a piece of work assigned To someone as a part of a job, course, or study. Yeah. The attribution, attribute of someone or something as belonging, assignment, a task given to somebody, an assignment. Let me ask you a question. Do you know? Your God-given assignment, do you know your why? There, there are so many people that say I don't know my purpose. I hear the church, the church answer is to glorify God, Dr. Nick. But how do you glorify God? What 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 thing You you see, everything God created was created to solve Nehemiah a problem. Everything, Quanisha, that was created, Angelica, was, was created to solve a problem. Did you know that God created you to solve a problem? I don't care how you got here. I don't care if your mother and father never had sex again after you. I don't care if you don't have a great relationship with your parents or your father. I wanna tell everybody that still has issues from their parentals, their father, their mother. I'm gonna be very harsh because Angelica and others that know me know that I have very harsh love. (laughs) Um, here's what I want to say to you. Get over it. Get over it. Bishop, that's so hard. Because if you don't get over it, then you will never fulfill your assignment in your life. Why did you buy a car? Because it solved the transportation problem. Why did you watch the news? Why do you watch the news on on television each evening? It solves the information problem. Why did God create you? Because if you find out this, the finances that you're looking for, the blessing that you're looking for, the house, the car, the dream life, Is wrapped up in your assignment. When you find out what you were called, thank you, Paul. That ain't nobody else saying nothing. Uh, when you find out what you were called to create, what you were called, what you were created to solve, then you will find everything that you. What if your husband, your wife? was wrapped up in your assignment? Y'all, y'all not saying nothing. What What if your husband and your wife, the person that you are praying for is on the journey of your assignment, Miss Loretta, LaShonda? While you're waiting there saying, I'm just gonna wait until I find my partner and then we're gonna do so many great things together. Maybe the reason, Marvina, you can't find your partner is because it's wrapped up into what you were called to solve. Barack Obama, Michelle Obama, they met on the trail of helping people. They met on the trail of being activists and their reason for being their assignment was unlocked when they got together but they were already doing and they became a merger together well you know the story why did god create you he created you to solve a human problem come here patrick you don't believe me mechanics solve car problems Dentists solve teeth problems. Lawyers solve legal problems. Mothers solve emotional problems. Accountants solve tax problems. Preachers solve spiritual problems. Police solve. all kind of problems. (laughs) Police solve problems of abuse, domestic violence, murder. Christians solve human problems. If you look at the prophet Jeremiah, for a special time of season. God created Jeremiah for a special time and season. And because God has no respect to person, it's the same way with you. He says in Jeremiah 1 7 For thou shalt go to all that I shall send thee. Assignment. Whatsoever I command thee, thou shalt speak. Assignment. Be not afraid of their faces, for I am with thee to deliver thee, said the Lord let me let me let me let me say this in large in large gatherings of the pa- of, of past speakers could not be heard clearly so microphones and public p a systems were created they saw problems eyeglasses were created because people had vision problems yeah and a host of other creations have been devised to serve practical needs. There are nuts and bolts in our car that we don't even see. They're small, but somebody created them and they solve problems. In the same way, every part of of your assignment, in the same way, every part of you has an assignment. There is a problem that you solve. Your eyes have assignment of seeing. Your ears solve the problem of hearing. Your hands solve the problem of reach. Your feet walk, your mouth speaks, your nose smells. But what are you to do with all these faculties? What, what do you, what do you do with all these things, these faculties, eyes, nose, lips? It is up to you to discover your assignment and to give yourself totally to it. Because if you do, if if you don't do it, nobody else will. Let me let me share this with you, Prophet Brian. Nobody can tell you your assignment. Yes, I, I realize you're a prophet and all that, but but you are to confirm. You confirm what people have called, been called to do. Prophet confirms. It should not be information. When somebody tells you what your calling is, and it is, I already knew I was a preacher when the first prophet stood me up, but I was running. So it was confirmation. Let every man abide in the same calling when he was called. 1 Corinthians 7 and 20, New King James Version says, let each one remain in the same calling in which he was called. I don't have time to be jealous of Pastor Patrick. Let me tell you something, your assignment is so great that me and Pastor Patrick don't have the same DNA. The only way you can find if both of us were in the desert and we died in the desert, and our bones became scattered. The only way they can di- differentiate between the two of us is our DNA. Because we are different. Everything God creates has a specific purpose. It solves a problem. That's why God created us, Paulette. He wanted a love relationship. He wanted to be he wanted to be chosen, pursued, and treasured. He created Adam, but the solving of the problem he gave, the but he created Ad, Adam, but the solving of that problem gave Adam a problem. He didn't have no human companionship. Y'all not gonna like this part. So he gave Adam Eve. So he created Eve she was to solve a problem for Adam, but then they were alone. So God solved the problem through them and gave them children. The children solved the problem of Adam and Eve being alone with just each other and to start a human race because everything and everybody has an assignment. I came to ask you today, what is your assignment? What is it that keeps you up at night? What is it that causes you to cry? Because many times your assignment, come in Angelica, is in your pain. Many times your assignment is in your frustration. You're, you're, you're not having a uh, 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 late night pork chop dreams. God is trying to show you your assignment through your dreams and vision. You were not only created to be a solution to somebody, you were created for the God's pleasure. So when you open your eyes every morning, be encouraged that you awakening God's good pleasure and understand that his world is crammed with solution everybody here has a solution let me ask you a question what were you cause what were you called to solve what, 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 what exactly did God call you to solve god has given you an opportunity nehemiah to solve something i want y'all to write this down opportunity doesn't go away opportunity doesn't go away it just goes to another let me say it again opportunity thank you nehemiah opportunity doesn't go away if you don't solve the problem that god has called you to solve then it goes to another And I don't know about you I don't want God I don't want God to use anybody else to do what I've been called to do let me make an announcement to you and you can write it down God planned you and nobody else can be like you so let me ask you a question why are you jealous of people because nobody else i don't care what they can do you know what jealousy comes from come here patrick it comes from not knowing prophet brian your own assignment okay i'm gonna go down to the box because y'all ain't saying nothing to me up here i said jealousy comes from not knowing your assignment when you know your assignment then torium you cannot be jealous of nobody else because nobody else can do what you can do. What you're saying to God is, come here, Paulette, you're saying, God, I am not pleased with what you gave me to do. You see, everything God created is a reward to somebody. Hey Ade. Hey Gregory. Hey Torium. The question is, whose reward are you? Because you're not everybody's reward. When you stop trying to be everybody's reward and find out whose reward, find out your gang game. Find out who you've been assigned to. Hmm. God created, God created you to be a reward to somebody. Think about this. It is very important that you grasp your significance and your value your patience is a reward for somebody who others would not tolerate there are some people you put up with y'all ain't saying nothing that other people wouldn't ta- lord help me i'm preaching to myself right now jesus Woo. Woo. i'm gonna send myself a seed. i oh. said your patience is a reward for somebody who others would not tolerate your words will motivate somebody incapable of seeing what you see the worst thing in the world for me as a visionary as a motivator as a coach is seeing in the people what they don't see for themselves wow have you ever Patrick seen something for somebody and they can't see it for themselves Yes, sir. It's the hardest thing in the world to convince somebody that they're great. And nobody else has told them that. It's a hard thing to be assigned to give people uh, confidence. I don't want to get excited i'm in my car it's a hard thing to give it's a hard thing i've been to church today it's a hard thing to push people where they don't want to go the worst thing in the world is to have to drag somebody and say don't you see this for yourself don't you see that you were marvelously made you were created after god's own image don't you see that you have purpose (laughs) it may be the mental emotional or spiritual qualities qualities that God has developed within you but somebody desperately needs you today somebody put in the comments Let's put, in the put in the chat put in the chat put in the chat somebody needs me today somebody needs me today somebody desperately needs me today and what I have to offer the problem is a day we are trying to be somebody's assignment that we haven't been called to be their assignment. God planned you and nobody else can be like you. God planned me and nobody else can be Gregory Michael Davis Sr., not even my son who I gave my name, not even my grandchild who has my name. Yep, there's three of us running around here world is they expect out of your child what they can't give what one of the things one of the things that fascinates me Bishop Paul Morton y'all know him that's my spiritual father but y'all also know his son his name is PJ Morton that's my bishop's son PJ Morton you you love his music PJ went to his dad and told him he wasn't called to preach. He was called to do music. Stop trying to assign your kids to do something that they were never, your job was to create them, to give them a foundation, but the assignment comes from God. Oh, he gonna be a preacher cause I'm a preacher. He gonna be a dentist cause I'm a dentist. Oh, it hurts. But imagine if Bishop Martin would have said, no, you're going to preach. The music that P.J. Morton makes throughout the whole world, being a part of Maroon, uh, what is Maroon 5? If Bishop Martin would have tried to assign him instead of letting him, Anthony, instead of letting him be and do what he was assigned to do. Let me ask you a question, what is your assignment? God planned you and nobody else can be like you. Nobody else can do what you do. You are unlike anyone else on the earth. Grasp this, grasp this. I want y'all to get this. If you don't get nothing else, y'all ready? God is not a duplicator. He is a creator. He is not a duplicator. He is a creator. We are not duplicators. The worst thing in the world that I see on social media is when I see somebody great do something and then I see a lot of people do the same thing. They want to do the same thing. God is not a duplicator. He's a creator. You alone are absolutely perfect and genetically accurate for solving a specific problem for someone on the earth today. Someone needs exactly what you have been given by God. Someone is hungry and thirsty. Angelica, Quanisha, for your presence. Why do we get hurt? because we are assigned to the wrong people because we try to we try to make we try to make ourselves fit into crowds that we were never we try to sit at tables that we were never created to sit at we are not assigned oh i'm gonna mess y'all preachers up i'm sorry i am so sorry for what i'm about to say to y'all Everybody is, you're not to sit at everybody's table. You're to, you're to build tables. I said you're to build tables. You're not to sit at everybody's table. You have not been called to sit at everybody's table. I have a friend, he always asks me, he say, he asks me, he say, hey, man, you preach for him? I said no, and I don't want to. What's wrong with him? I said nothing. That's not my assignment. Hey, man, he got a good house. Me preaching for anybody did not get me where I'm at today. Matter of fact, me preaching probably for for not preaching, for a lot of people who got me where I'm at today. Because I, 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 I don't have to use any kind of. I, never mind. Never mind. I owe nobody nothing, but to love him and serve him. But God, my spiritual father, Bishop Paul Martin, he, 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 he never says, "Oh, it's because of me." No, no, no. I fulfilled my own assignment I told y'all my assignment is to pour the oil of joy into the world that is my God-given assignment y'all ready to pour the oil of joy into the world that's my assignment to pour the oil of joy into the world to make people feel better Patrick come here to motivate them Brian into their God-given purpose. This is my assignment, right here I'm doing it. Clubhouse is not my assignment, don't get it twisted. Television is not my assignment, although I thank God for it. Millions of people know me throughout the earth because of television, but it is not my assignment. Matter of fact, I'm working my way out of it. I say all the time, the only reason why I'm still on television is because of young preachers like Patrick and Brian and Nehemiah and Angelica, Quanisha and Doctor Nick and all, all young preachers. So I can give them an opportunity, whereby they would otherwise they would not have. Radio is not my assignment. Books is not my assignment. You're not saying nothing, Bishop. Why can't you say that? You got all that stuff. It is not my assignment what are they then bishop they are the vehicle to move my assignment in the earth Pouring the oil of joy i am pouring the oil of joy into somebody right now who is listening to this podcast days weeks later You are not defined by the things that you do. You are defined by your assignment. You have vehicles. Social media is a vehicle for your assignment. I see Anthony O'Neill down there. I don't have the same assignment that he has. He has an assignment to liberate people financially, free them. I'm, I'm using my own paraphrase for what I see. He may say it a different way. What is your God? What is your why? God is not a duplicator. You alone are absolutely perfect and genetically accurate for solving a specific problem for somebody on the earth today, I'm getting ready to close because I, this is going to be a series every Sunday. God is not a duplicator. He is a creator. You alone are absolutely perfect. You are genetically accurate. You are. Not, I don't care. I don't believe in ugly people. I believe we are attracted to who we are attracted to because somebody you call ugly, they tease me, Anthony O'Neill. I remember him and Corey used to tease me because I say I like smaller women and they tease me because of that. Just an example, y'all. That's what I like. Nobody has the genetics that you have. I don't care how much you look like your daddy.
0: He look just like your daddy.
1: Oh, but he act like his mom. You, you, that's just stuff we say. You may have some uh, similarities, but you are not called to do what nobody else is called to do. Someone needs exactly what you have been given by God. Someone is hungry and thirsty for your presence. Someone will perish unless you enter their life. Someone is literally dying emotionally, mentally, or spiritually, waiting for you to come to their rescue. Someone has been lying awake at night, praying that God will send you their way. They don't know your name. They don't know your address. All they know is that they need somebody. You have prayed and say, God send somebody to do this. That means they are the answer to your prayer, but it also means that they have been assigned to your life. I'm getting to close. I'm a Baptist preacher. That's my second closing. Who have you been assigned to? What have you been assigned to? What's your why? Who's your who? Where's your where? Your how? Don't waste your life. And I don't care how old you are, or how young you are in this room, because there are all kinds of generations that come into this club and listen to my messages. I'm blessed. I feel like Charlie Wilson, you go to this concert, you have three generations. I'm blessed that my age range on all of my social media is from 18 to 40 something. Because I ask God to keep me relevant. I asked God not to let me be like my grandfather and wear one one color uh, suit jacket and one color different pants and white socks. I prayed that prayer because I know I'm called until the day I take my last breath. I am assigned to pour the oil of joy. There are others that are assigned. Let, let Let me give you an example. My grandfather, Reverend Reverend Dr. Ananias Davis, Anthony, with the three bars on his robe for divinity. He was assigned to get people saved, give them salvation. That was his assignment. That's why people would get frustrated after a certain while because they couldn't they couldn't get anything else from him because I would tell them that women wanted to preach and he didn't believe in women preachers. Uh, I said, That's not his assignment. You have to go somewhere else. And he would have generations that would get saved and born again, as he called it under him. But Bishop Paul Morton, in my life, he was the one, I say, one man, one man plant another water. Bishop Paul Morton gave Baptists a right to speak in tongue and be filled with the Holy Ghost. I have a spiritual mother. Some of you may have heard of her, Bishop Coletta Vaughn. She was assigned to introduce me to the Holy Spirit in my life, because I was a Baptist boy. I would go to St. James Baptist and Neapolitan Church on Sunday nights in Detroit, and their assignment in my life was to teach me praise. Everybody has an assignment in your life. You are someone's reward. Now it's important to recognize that some people do not really need you. Come here, this is important as I close. You are not their answer. You are not their solution, Donald. So do not take offense at this. God has someone else planned for them stop trying to be assigned to people byron not you i'm just talking to you that you are not assigned to i know anthony o'neill that i am not everybody's cup of tea some people on this app they don't like me they ain't gonna come in my room and i don't get offended if they go in anthony's room because i'm not assigned to them but oh, I thank God for the almost eight hundred thousand that have come in this clubhouse over the last year. Stop getting offended over people that don't like you. It's not necessarily that they don't like you, Torium. You are not a. You are not their voice. Moses was a deliverer. Joshua. (laughs) Moses' job was to get them out. Joshua's job was to get them in. Yes, sir. Moses and Joshua could not coexist. Preach, sir. I'm trying. They won't say nothing in here. They couldn't coexist because one was a deliverer. Hmm? and one took them to the promised land stop getting jealous if you're called to deliver and another is called to bring them in (laughs) stop getting upset y'all not saying nothing the problem is we want to do every assignment we are we are what's that saying y'all we're the jack of all trades and the master of none You know, I'm not a very good driver, Donald. You know that. You've probably ridden with me before. Uh, Because I'm doing 100 things. This was before the cell phone. I'm doing 100 things at one time. Uh, And um, every now and then, I sway over into somebody else's lane. And when I sway over to somebody's lane, Dr. Nick, it will cause almost a potential accident. I've seen people get in other people's lane before they had all these uh these these bells and whistles where you can get next to somebody and it, it, you know it alerts you you know what happens when you get in somebody else's lane you have an accident stay in your lane i can never i, I will never talk as eloquently as anthony i will never be able to pronounce things like dr nick huh, I probably won't be able to teach faith like Dr. Donald, or I'm not a, just cause I see Dr. Donald uh, have a remand program. Dr. Donald just didn't start remanding men. Dr. Donald has always had a passion for men. He just had to watch this. I'm about to shout in the car. He just had to evolve and figure out sometime you have to get off assignment in order to yes sir (laughs) sometimes you got to get put out yes sir (laughs) and stranded on the island man if i had an organ i probably would go to church sometimes you got to get put out sometimes you got to get destitute god to say this is what i called you to do i would hit a glory if, if, if if anthony wasn't here i'm supposed to be teaching i would hit a glory right quick huh Sometimes you got to be left on the island uh, by yourself in order for God to speak to you and say, now you, hey, bro, now you ready to do what I called you to do. He says, now you ready to do what I called you to do. Now you ready for your assignment. You done bumped your head all these times. And now, what makes you cry at night? What is it that you, you're working a job, but you keep going back to this thing? What is it, Donald, when you pass the people, a bunch of people, but you keep going back to talking to the men? You, you, you what, what is the thing? What is that thing that you just keep going back to? It's called your assignment. I was assigned to Bishop Martin, not Bishop Jakes. Y'all not saying nothing. I don't care how many work. times. I've interviewed Bishop Jakes several times. I've had personal conversations with him. The office call and asked me for him to be on the show. I've been there. He, he opened up his pastor's conference, all his conferences, when I first started that word and say, you're going to be our Roland Martin. But come here, y'all. I wasn't assigned to him. Bishop Ivy Hilliard, another great father of the faith, He told me one time, he said, Greg, I don't care how much you talk to me, you always gonna bring up your spiritual father. He said, you ain't gonna let nobody steal you. Cause I don't care how mad I get. I don't care how upset he made me for almost 30 years. I've been assigned to a little man by the name of Paul Morton to serve him. Hey, all of y'all that's in this room, you are the evidence of me serving another man. You are, you are the fulfillment. You are the reward of me being assigned to one man. I close. You're not needed everywhere. You're on, you're not needed at every, everywhere. You're not. Stop, start, start learning how to tell people, no, that's not what I'm called to do. You're not going to miss nothing. Because if you're, come here, come here, Donald. If you're not assigned over there, you're not going to get nothing. So you're not going to miss nothing with somewhere where you're not assigned to be. The grass looks greener over there because you want water over here. You won't stay here long enough to cut it and water it. You're not needed everywhere. Stop wasting time with people that don't need you. Stop trying to be everything to everybody. I remember, and I close with this. I remember when I first got filled with the Holy Spirit, Anthony, Nehemiah. I was Baptist. Just had start pastoring in the '90s, early '90s, '91, to be exact. I was a sore thumb because I was Baptist, speaking in tongues, laying hands. They called me the Black Benny Hen. Second Unity, full gospel Baptist church. Full gospel Baptist hadn't even started yet. The Baptist guys, the Baptist guys, they ostracized me. They wouldn't let me preach in their churches in Detroit. He done went crazy over there. Having Sunday night service, laying hands, they falling out. I'm Baptist. My grandfather, Baptist, even my own grandfather said, what's full gospel? And we all full gospel. What is it? We've been half? My own grandfather. But I knew that I was different and I knew my assignment. One year I went to Carlton Pearson's Azusa. Bishop Jakes was the speaker. Come here, Donald. You're going to love this. I'm Reverend Greg Davis. I'm not even a pastor. I'm not even uh, a bishop. No full gospel. I'm looking for a move of God. Patrick, are you listening? I'm looking for a move of God. I get to Tulsa, and there's so many people there that I can't get in the auditorium. All I hear is the roar of the people. I I then take my family to Rod Parsley's because I'm seeking God. I'm looking for something. I'm sitting in the nosebleed area. I'm I'm buying, buying water off the sidewalk of the church, waiting to get in. I had no special seating. I wasn't Bishop Davis on the word network. I wasn't Bishop Davis, this person that everybody knows. I wasn't him. Nobody knew me. I was just a pastor that was hungry, me and my family. And then full gospel started. I saw BET, Bishop Morton preaching, uh, not preaching, but becoming a bishop, calling Baptist preachers, who had been filled with the spirit to come be a part of a movement i found my i found my tribe you know why i couldn't get in that auditorium that night you know why because that's not where i was assigned y'all not saying that god will block you when it's not where you are supposed to be but let me give y'all a testimony. When you find your assignment, he'll take you right back. Bishop Martin was called to to preach at Azusa in the last couple of years of Azusa, who was sitting on the stage with him. I sat there in that auditorium and looked at that same parking lot that I couldn't get in. Y'all ain't saying that. Because when you find who you assigned to and you find your tribe, y'all not saying nothing. Some of y'all act like you. Y'all, you, you act like. That's good bishop martin bishop martin was my he, he he was he was the solver of my problem we all have somebody that solves our problem. he solved my problem only for me five years ago to go preach for pastor rod rod parsley twice on tv the place that i sat all the way in the back in the nose bleeding on the sidewalk and i got a chance to be on tv to tell it I told him. Y'all not saying nothing. I got a chance to be on the set of his television show that goes all over the world. Because I found my tribe and found where I was where I was supposed to be fed. You are somebody's solution. You are somebody's reward. You're not everybody's, but you are somebody's. I said, you are somebody's. I'm going to do something very strange, and he should have never let me see him in church. Anthony, would you pray for assignments today? Are you there? Anthony O'Neill? you there? He may not be there. All right, Dr. Donald.
2: Father, thank you for clarity as it relates to who we are assigned to and who is assigned to us. Thank you that after we are cleansed and after we're clear, thank you that you connect us to those that we are assigned to and those that are assigned to us. Father, I pray for the minds and the spirits of individuals here today on stage and individuals that are here today that are Uh, in the congregation, as it were. And I thank you that you're whispering, you're speaking, you're making really, really obvious uh, the assignments to which you are calling us. Thank you, Father, that one plants another waters, but you always give increase. Thank you that we're not jealous of any other person's assignment because that cancels the efficacy of our own assignments. Thank you, Father, that one is an eye, one is an ear, one is a hand, but we celebrate every individual assignment that is on the stage and that is in the congregation. Now, Father, let everything that we do be done decently and in order, but most of all, let it be done to your glory. Allow every assignment that we have, every purpose and intent of our hearts be made known uh, to us, and may it glorify your name, may it lift your name, may it draw people to you. Thank you, Father, that even as they're drawn to us and our voices and our assignments, thank you that we redirect individuals toward you. Now, Father, I pray for individuals now that are second generation assignment keepers, individuals who uh, are walking in an assignment based on the assignment that they come from. I thank you, Father, that they find their own voices, they find their own way, they find their own footsteps. I thank you that they are not intrigued by the footsteps of another, by the shoes of another. Thank you that the mindset that they have to fill the shoes of another is canceled. Thank you that you are building and crafting their own assignment that is unique and particular to them. It is unique and particular to their own mentality to their own spirit to their own direction thank you Father that you're crafting new paths new senses of direction and I thank you Father that in this day and age that you're raising up individuals that are unlikely individuals that no one thought it would be them thank you that you're dusting them off you're cleaning them up you're making them available. I thank you father that the even the challenges of their past you're using, to launch them forward and that you are drawing other individuals to them based on the authenticity of their call. Father, I thank you for Bishop Greg Davis. Thank you for When the Right One Comes. Thank you for Sunday morning service. And I thank you, Father, that we have ears to hear what the Spirit of God says to the church even in this moment. And Father, I thank you even right now that anyone that wasn't clear, that you're making them clear even right now, that they don't drift into other lanes, that they are satisfied and content with the assignment that you've given them. And Father, with the lifting of our hands and with the lifting of our voices, we give your name glory for what we have experienced now and in this time. Thank you, Father, that the best is yet to come in the matchless and strong name Of jesus the anointed one we pray amen thank you dr
1: donald um i pray you all were blessed if you're just joining make sure um that you go listen to the replay but also it'll be on my podcast and listen to this over and over again uh it'll be wherever podcasts can be i want everybody i've been doing this for the last few weeks our sunday offering some of you tithe here you can you can do that uh, some of you are part of the virtual experience, uh, but I want everybody, I said, Miss Jacqueline, everybody, there are two levels, there are two levels. Uh, there's $12. 12 is the number of order. We're bringing ourselves to order. Uh, and the first thing we have to do to bring ourselves to order is know our assignment. So I want you to sew 12, and then know, there are those that will say, I'm going to sew 112. Find your place in there. You want to go 50 12 70 12 whatever but 12 dollars or 112 12 or 112 dollar sign greg davis 10 and here's what i want you to name your seed this is for my assignment bring into order my assignment dollar sign greg davis 10. dollar sign greg davis 10. i looked at your comments while dr donald was praying and i'm just blown away uh from your comments uh, and your agreement to the word today, uh, it just it just brings me so much joy um, that I am on target for your lives. I wanna be able to say what God, uh, um, um, what God really needs uh, to pour into you all, the poor. So today, uh, those of you that would, so uh, that $12 do so now, There's some of you that were so 112, Um, do it now. I see my dear friend, my brother, is in the house. Uh, He's welcome to come up. Bishop Rudolph McKissick is in the house. Uh, Bro, you can come up. Uh, I didn't know you were even here. $12, 112 into our Sunday word on today. $12 or 112, Uh, do it now, $12 or 112, uh, thank all of you that are giving. Uh, I don't wanna, I, I, well, I'm gonna do my best. Somebody, you know, got offended because they say I didn't call their name, but I do the best I can uh, to do so and appreciate you all. But thank you for your seeds on today. Um, uh, thank you, Monique. Thank you, Freedia. Uh Thank you, Tara. Thank you, uh, natalia i believe it is jacqueline thank you christiana she she gave while i was while i was still ministering uh if i could get those of you that were so 12 or you will so thank you uh uh for your seeds. 12 or one twelve on today or somewhere in between that but make sure that there's a 12 and make sure you assign your seed assign your seed your assignment. This is for my assignment. I'm going to be teaching this for the next several weeks. Um, I'm going to be teaching this for the next several weeks because in order for us to get in order and Bishop, what does this have to do with me and my relationship? You can't find you. I mean, you can't find them until you find you. Your your person, I said at the beginning, may be wrapped up into your assignment. If you don't have Cash App, somebody sent me a back chat. If you don't have Cash App, Thank you, Wanda. You can give at Zell, Greg Davis, uh, Greg Davis Show at gmail.com. Greg Davis Show at gmail.com. Uh, you can give at uh, PayPal, contact Greg Davis at gmail.com. If you're from another country, you can go to Greg Davis and use your credit card. Those of you that are on GiveLify, you can give Greg Davis Ministries on GiveLify on today. I'm certainly glad to have all of you that are here as you are sewing, i want to see and i want us to stay on target uh anybody have anything to say about the message or the word assignment that you can encourage somebody in the room any one of our mods uh the giving is in um angelica's picture also any of the moderators would like to say something on this that can help All right. I ain't never in a room with a bunch of preachers. Ain't nobody. Well, Bishop, to say.
2: well, first I thing knew I want to say, Bishop, I
1: knew you had something. Um, thank you for I the work. To, I was about to call your name. <laughs> <laughs> nah,
3: no, I was I was listening and um, a lot of people really don't um, focus in on knowing your own assignment. And I just want to add to it that. Um, when Bishop said every door is not for you. Every person is not for you. And one of the worst things that any of us can do is try to walk into a door where we see opportunity that our gift and our talent is not assigned to because it will feel like betrayal. Um, And so just listen, I hope the room was encouraged. I was encouraged um, driving back to Atlanta this morning, probably about 4 a.m. I kept hearing this one thought, um, with our lives, just inspire someone, just touch someone's life. And so when you started talking this morning about your call to inspire you and you're inspired to touch people's lives, that's what you're called to. That's an awesome thing. The Bible even says the anointing that you have received, you have need of no man, teach you of it. Because there are some things that the Holy Ghost is just going to guide you in so that when you arrive to your place of assignment, you know that you have an authentic gift. You know you have an authentic talent. And lastly, and I'll close here, and you are not generic. I love the analogy that you use bishop about um the dna um because that is true god chooses us according to our dna we can be in the same blood but the same family and our dna according to the kingdom can be different as it was with david david's dna his destiny was different than the rest of his bloodline and so for those that are listening into in the room today if you had any doubts concerning if you're called if you're chosen You have been confirmed today that those dreams, those visions, those ideas you've written down in your journal, the word of the Lord was confirmed today. And I just pray that you keep the word and be not like the one that received the word with joy and allow the enemy to take out out of your heart, but keep this word on today. And we just agree and believe that it is so in Jesus name. And I yield my mic. And thank you, Patrick. One of the ways that you do that is sowing
1: seed to make sure that 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 word is planted. When you sow that seed, you say, you know what? You make it as a memorial that this day, that this word shall accomplish what it's set forth to do. So if you're giving that $12, that $112, uh, thank you. uh, I win tax group, Angelica, appreciate you. Quanisha, Lynette Shaver, and Wanda, thank you so much um anybody else would I like, would to like that? That? yes sir profit ba
4: yeah, I wasn't going to say nothing because I don't do a whole lot of talking, but um, God bless you all, Bishop, uh, Greg, and everybody else in your respectful places. You know, you really um, hit home because uh, what you was talking about with the um, being in the nosebleed section, um, I could just say in my own personal walk. I remember it was year 2000 when the um, Stella Awards was in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, I think I was like a little boy then, like a teenager. My mama had tickets. She bought us t- nosebleed tickets. The tickets were like $20 all the way in the balcony. And, um, and it took years later um, for me to realize that God took me from the back, I mean, way up to the back and placed me working behind the scenes for Stellar's. And then not only that, Uh, able to actually be nominated uh, as an actual artist for Stellars and just to be able to experience that. And, and, you know, I used to always wonder why I kept getting rejected by other churches and they they wouldn't come, they wouldn't get me to preach. Even in my own town, they wouldn't get me to preach. They wouldn't get me to sing. Uh, concerts, revivals, whatever, and then I have to remember that God had a bigger stage for me. And I just want to encourage those that's in this room, and Bishop Greg already said it, um, stop looking for the support from your local community because God has bigger, he has better. And I had to realize that now God is able to really open these doors for me. And now I'm seeing this. I'm seeing God do it specifically for me where other people shade me. And now God is doing it because I had to understand that it wasn't because of them. As you said before, it's because of God. And when God begins to elevate you, sometimes he elevates you away from the people that could support you because he said, I want you to understand that it's me that's going to do it. And so Bishop Greg, I thank you for the opportunity I, listen, I'm, I'm grateful for the word. The word hit home. I, um, when I tell you, if nobody else was encouraged, I was encouraged um, on today by the word. And uh, and so I will be sowing uh, once I get, you know, some money coming in, definitely will be sowing. Um, but listen, I love you all. God bless you all. Be encouraged. Bless you, prophet. Appreciate you for the testimony. Anybody else
1: before we go?
0: Bishop, I try to be quiet, but I have to learn to be obedient in this season um of what you know when god tells me to open my mouth because you never know who it'll help and i just want to say about the assignment piece i remember becoming a minister at 29 uh in ordained evangelist at 30 and i used to just you know feel like you know even in business that i wanted thousands of people to support me and i wanted thousands of people to um buy this and buy that but it wasn't until i became clear on who god called me to be and clear on my assignment that I was like, you know what? Even if it's one person, and this is actually a teaching from my my stepdad, my spiritual covering, that even if it's just one person, I'll preach to that one person, even if it's just one person listening, I'll I'll speak to that one person because what happens is once you plant the seed, it'll the seed'll spread and it'll germinate in other places that we can never imagine. And so I want to encourage people on today, whether it's business whether it's a speaking engagement, whatever it is, you start up, you do a seminar, you do a workshop. If only five people register, be encouraged that what God told you is what he told you. Don't be discouraged by the numbers because I used to be like, well, God, I know I got this amazing assignment and I know you told me to do this. I remember when I did my first women's empowerment conference and I didn't want to do it because I didn't want to do women's empowerment. And I think That I probably had, um, for my first one, I think I had like 50 people. And I was like, okay, God, like, that's good. But over the years, God showed me, like, when I used to feel like the tickets wasn't going to sell out the day before they sell out. When I felt like people wasn't going to buy merchandise the day before it, it sells out. So never get discouraged by the numbers that you see. Never get dismayed at people's faces. Know that what God spoke to you is what he spoke to you, and it's your assignment. I've been in business for 16 years. I've lost everything twice. Can I tell you that I wanted to give up on everything that God told me to do, but I had to understand my assignment in this earth. I'm not called to everybody, but I'm called to somebody. I'm called to a group of people who's my voice resonates with and now clubhouse has made it possible for me to connect with people all over the world and i want to tell you this that your voice is needed in this earth in the times where it may seem dark and it may seem like doom and gloom and it may look like nobody is listening to you somebody is listening to what you're saying somebody wants to hear what you got your testimony your pitch Whatever it is. And so on today, we encouraging in that. Y'all know I'm a seed sower, so I'm always gonna talk about seed time and harvest because I I've literally sown in my way out of everything that I have. That $12 seed does something for you. It's doing something for you. Even if you only got a dollar and twelve cent, guess what? Give that dollar and 12 cents because I'm a product of giving 10 cents in tithes and 90 cents in offering. And God took me to several six figure companies. And I'm a single mother and my kids have never wanted. So sow your seed. You may say, oh, that's just $12. Oh, I may only have a dollar and 12 cents. Only person who sees Bishop Cash Out, Ben Moselle, is him and God. You give that. 12 12, that's all you have. I guarantee you, God will blow on it and bless it. So never be discouraged about the seed that you have again. Never be discouraged by the numbers. Never be discouraged. Give God the wholeness and the abundance of your heart. And I just want to encourage you on today that whatever your assignment is, regardless of what valley you go through, whatever middle part that you're in, Whatever God spoke, you best to believe that it's going to come to pass. It's one word that don't come back void, and it's something that you can take the bank and cash it every time because it's going to happen. Discouraging this season. Be clear on your assignment. It's going to make manifest. Bishop, thank you for this opportunity, and thank you for this word.
1: Thank you. Thank you, um, Miss Cherry, Erica Dennis, Kathy, Pastor Patrick. Josephine, thank all of you for your seed.
3: Uh, Anybody else before we go? I just wanna encourage the people once again, Bishop, um, those that are sowing seed, um, when you sow your seed on today, just remember sometimes when you sow a seed of giving, it causes your sight to change. And when Angelica was um, testifying, I remember years ago, I was in a terrible season, but it was an ordained season. And I had moved to New Jersey I put everything in my truck. Um, My cousin told me, he said, you'll be back in six months. It's been 20 years. I put everything in my truck. And I went into a church that I had never been to before. A short preacher walked in who I had never seen. And I knew the Lord had a word for me through this man. And he walked in. And um, he came down the aisle and pointed in my face. He said, the Lord said, you're going to make more money this year than you've ever made before. And the message that he preached was, I'm looking at what I can't see now. And that was Bishop Liston Page Jr. And I couldn't even praise God that night because I was in tears because I had been sleeping in my truck. I was leading praise and worship, didn't even have deodorant. And the Lord taught me something. He said, you're gonna sow a seed and you're gonna feel it leave you. Bishop, I had a hundred dollars. He said, you're gonna sow a seed of $50. I said, yeah, I'm gonna feel this leave me because I only had a hundred. But let me tell you something, I learned to sow my way out of sleeping in a truck. I learned how to sew, out of sleeping in the basement of my job. I learned how to sew without, so my way out of using the soap at the Burger King dispensary because I had no deodorant. But those that are listening today, you never know when your season is gonna feel rough, but it's ordained to teach you how to trust God. Because when you know that God has promised you something great, you may go through some great trials, but God is faithful. He is authentic in all that he does. And so those that who have not sold today, we're not trying to tell you anything that we have not lived. We just wanna encourage you to see something different this year. So, sow and name your seed today and just believe you're gonna see something different. And I yield my mic, Bishop. Thank you, Pastor Patrick, I appreciate you.
1: All right, we're about to go. I'm gonna make one last um, um, thank you, Prophet Byron. Bridget, thank you. Tracy, thank you so much. Uh Kelsey. All right. Uh, dollar sign, Greg Davis 10. Uh, we're sowing either one 112 or 12 or 5012 or 2012, or you asking God to put order in your life in three, four different ways. But this seed, Tiffany, thank you you are assigned this is for your assignment you are somebody's solution you are somebody's answer all right um next sunday the time will be a little different and i'll i'll announce it in the room uh, it will either be earlier or later because i have to preach at my churches that i started in philly but i will be here so just listen out uh, that's why you need to join my mailing. Um, you simply go to the website and um, you either need to join my mailing or you need to be a part of the text messaging. To join the mailing, you go to gregdavishow.com. As soon as you get there, it'll pop up. Uh It'll pop up and you sign up for the mailing. All right? You put your information and it's email. It's an e blast. Or you can right now grab your phone, grab your phone and text WTROC, WTROC, when the right one comes, W just at the top of the, the screen right there by the, the little mansion, greenhouse, WTROC to um, 81411, 81411, 81411. And that'll keep your abreast. But, um, and those of you that have become a part of the virtual experience, um, virtual ministry, m- me covering you, uh, I'm going to have a zoom with you. Uh, I promise within the next, um, seven to 14 days, if not this week, we have the next for intimate time. And it just won't be for them. It's for those that just want to be poured into on another, on another platform where I can see you and you can see me outside of a picture. All right? Uh, again, text, um, again, dollar sign, Greg Davis, $10, $12, uh, 112 with something in 12. Or gregdavisshow.com is Zell. Contact gregdavis at gmail.com is PayPal. Uh, thank you all so much for your time, your participation, and your talent. Um, I love all of you. Make sure you're following the club. Follow me, follow all the moderators. Uh, This message will be on my podcast. It'll be uploaded uh, to my podcast. Uh, uh, Make sure that you, um, by all means, uh, listen to the message. Faith come by hearing. Faith come by hearing and what? Hearing by the word of God and hearing. Faith come by hearing and hearing and hearing. Thank you, Joe, for the seed. I appreciate you. Faith come by hearing, Donald. <laughs> and not just hearing one time. You can't Absolutely. get a message like this, all this information in your spirit just one time. You need to you need to put it in your spirit. Faith come by hearing and hearing and hearing. And the more you hear, the more your faith is ignited. See, I could have been a part of y'all. The more your faith <laughs> is ignited. <laughs> the more your faith is ignited. Uh, the more, the more you hear, the more your faith is ignited. All right. Uh, because you know it just takes the it just takes the size of a little mustard seed. If you just have that size faith, just a little bit of faith can move mountains in your life. Joe, good to see you, man. Always, Bishop. Always. Thank you. I appreciate you being here um all right y'all we're gonna go with god everybody go with god we'll see you next time go with god
0: thank you for listening to the conversation on today on when the right one comes podcast with your host Bishop Greg Davis. We hope this conversation added value to your life and that you were able to take notes that you can refer back to at a later date as you navigate through your dating and relationship spaces. As a valued listener of When The Right One Comes, we have three action steps that you can help us with as we continue to help you. Number one, Download this episode. Yes, download this episode so that you can continue to listen to it over and over again. Number two, share this podcast with your friends and your family so they can have value added to their life as well. And number three, soul into the vision. Soul into the mission here at When the Right One Comes by sending a cash out to dollar sign Greg Davis 10 that's dollar sign Greg Davis 10 with your monetary donation this can help us to continue the great work that we're doing here at when the right one comes helping you all navigate through your dating and relationship spaces thank you so much for listening on today we hope you tune in on the next episode of when the right one comes with Bishop Greg Davis